My daddy's gone on, my grandpa's gone on, my great-grandpa's gone on. But they still live. You know, the, the spray is still here. Well, they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise. Tell me of a home far away. Hello and welcome. You're listening to It Still Lives, the Foxfire podcast. We're taking you on a journey through Southern Appalachia, one story at a time. I'm your host, Kimmy Ahrens, and it's hard to believe, but this is already our final episode of our second season. Hard to believe we've been doing this for two years already. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard this season, and to finish it off, we want to leave you guys with a little extra Christmas spirit. I think it's fair enough to say we could all use a little additional holiday cheer this year, um, wherever and however you might be celebrating your holidays. So this year, we're bringing you just a few stories from the 1989 publication of Foxfire Christmas. This was actually my very first introduction to Foxfire as a child. Um, My mom would pull this book out every year and we would read from the different stories or do different crafts. Um, And it really just was a shared spirit of the holidays. And even though it takes place in Appalachia and the memories are from Appalachia, I think it's something all of us across the U.S. can relate to. It's very much like sitting down at a holiday table and sharing stories with your family, whether it be reminiscences of their childhoods or experiences from our own childhoods. So I hope you enjoy these few stories. We've got uh, four different family groups that are sharing stories with us today. The first stories come from John and Margaret Bolgen, followed by Lassie Connor, Louise Cauldron, and then finally, Louise and Hubert Hooper finish it off for us. So I hope you enjoy these stories. We made a big deal of Christmas at our house. And uh, we firmly believed in Santa Claus and don't ever let anybody know there's not a Santa Claus. (laughs) In case you have anybody here that you still might wonder. Because it was proven to us over and over that there was. Um, My father was one of the fortunate people during the Depression years when I was in my very early, well, even before my teens, because he had a job. And I know that we were more fortunate than a lot of families around us, a lot of our neighbors. I don't mean we were wealthy or anything like that, but we did have a regular income. We knew that, we knew the money was coming. He was, uh, worked for State Forest Service. First, he was a fire warden for this district. And uh, so, we weren't as strapped for money as a lot of people were, but mother still made doll clothes for us. We'd get the same, we had the same doll, my sisters and I, year after year, but she'd make new clothes for them. And um, of course she had to buy material, I guess, to do that. But uh, we, we celebrated Christmas. What, what kind of things did Santa Claus bring you? Did he bring presents, like, or maybe just one present? Or? Oh, no. Uh, well, another thing that contributed to our Christmas, my mother had a sister in Charlotte who was never married, and she <coughs> took it as her Christian duty to provide for all the nieces and nephews. 
So every year, Aunt Louise would send us packages at Christmas. Mm. Uh, the first yo-yo I ever saw uh -huh. came in a package from Aunt Louise. And you got that for Christmas. And it came at Christmas. And uh, she always included in it uh, clothes, dresses, um, scarves and gloves and things like that. But, um, and there'd be some foolishness too. Always peanut brittle. She always sent peanut brittle. And we just looked forward so to the packages that came from Aunt Louise. But uh, not everybody had an Aunt Louise. Mm -hmm. And we knew we were very fortunate to have. She had other nieces and nephews besides us. And then she did the same thing for all of them. Uh -huh. uh, would you ever get like one, one large gift for the entire family? Or? I don't remember just, that. Just, you know, the, the family just getting something for itself. Mm -hmm. So you, you would hang up stockings, wouldn't you? No, we didn't have a fireplace, so we That's didn't have a place to okay. hang up stockings. But we go in to get the Christmas tree. No, we didn't. We just had a Christmas tree. And we'd go together. Our father would take whichever the ones of us that were old enough, big enough to go with him up in, on our woodland and get a cut a cedar tree. So you've had Christmas trees ever since you remember? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course, we didn't have electric lights, so we didn't have, they didn't look like they do now. Mm -hmm. And we were, we never were allowed to use candles because they are, that's just too tricky. Mm -hmm. And he, being in the firefighting business, wasn't yeah. about to let us do that anyway. But we, and I don't remember that we ever strung popcorn, like some families I've heard of did. But um, I guess there again, Aunt Louise provided ornaments, maybe sent some in packages to us. Were they usually handmade? Or a lot of them were. We made a lot of them at home. When I was 11 or 12 years old, I had no intention of ever going anywhere. I knew I was, I didn't have any notion of traveling, but I wanted a suitcase or a, a, <laughs> a traveling bag, like a weekend bag, worse than anything in the world. And I got one for Christmas that year, and I guess it was, I'm sure it was cardboard, but it was black. It was a nice little, little, suitcase. That was before the days of plastic and mm -hmm. the kind of luggage that we see now. And uh, that was the biggest Christmas I remember ever in my life. That was it, what I wanted and it was there. And I bet that thing cost at least three or four dollars. <laughs> it, it had a green lining. It, it, the, li the lining was kind of looked like taffeta. And uh, what to do with it? <laughs> I just loved it and put it up in my closet, and eventually, I guess I used it. I don't remember even ever. I don't remember ever taking it, going anywhere. <laughs> but I wanted that suitcase more than anything I'd ever wanted. Now, did you have Santa Claus to come visit you? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of things did he bring? Well, we just generally get some kind of little toy or something. I remember one time we got a little red wagon. Well, I'll interrupt here to say that John's father could make things in the shop. And he did. He made 
toys for them. Uh -huh. So did you know it was your father that was making it? Or no. It I, uh, Eventually, I think he finally caught one on. One year, he, <laughs> he made uh, a wagon. I had a team of goats. <laughs> he made me a, a wagon for the goats, some harness. We had a sled that he'd made. It snowed, you know. Sleigh ride. We didn't have a Christmas tree back then. We always hung a stocking or had a, we always had a basket. A basket? A basket a instead basket. of a stocking or with a stocking? Well, the stocking would be hanging. It wasn't very big. What kind of things did you get in the basket? Well, we'd get fruit, nuts, and Raisins. oranges. And oranges was. Uh, that was a treat, wasn't it? Treat and come in on the TL. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Brazil nuts. That, that used to be a favorite nut. Mm -hmm. And then some candy. Did you usually uh, use your own stocking, like the one you would wear on your foot? Or was it a special one? Well, yeah, it was just a, a homemade uh, knit mm -hmm. sock. The one you would wear every day. Huh? What is, was it one you would wear every day, or? No. It's just for special you know, for Christmas. Big. Especially for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not around the biggest one they can find. Yeah. yeah. First Christmas tree I ever seen was at our church. Uh-huh. And we'd, they drawed the names, had presents, you know. What, what kind of, presents. how did they decorate the tree? They popped popcorn and strung popcorn. Uh. Now that's what they had on the tree. We didn't have no ornaments, no kind like that. That's what to put on. Uh-huh. And we didn't have lights. You see, we didn't have no electricity. Did, did you ever have candles on the tree? Yeah, not for years. Uh-huh. For because uh, we didn't, uh, I never did have electricity till we moved here. When uh, I was a child, we had gingerbread, what's called gingerbread. Mm-hmm. Made out of molasses. They'd take uh, syrup and make gingerbread. They call it. They'd put ginger and stuff in. It's like cake. Yeah. But it'd just be like it. You roll it out, and they'd cut out and make funny things uh. out of things. <laughs> uh huh. And uh, all the kind of pies we had was pumpkin pies and fruit pies. And uh, my husband worked hard, and it, it, it was a hard time. A dollar then, buy more and. Fifteen would today, or back uh, years ago, and uh, my children would go off after we come down here. You know, they'd go to our neighbors, and maybe some of them have nice presents. And they'd come back and they'd say, "Mommy, old Santa Claus don't like us." I said, "Why?" They said, uh, "Well, tell me what they got." And they said, "They didn't didn't bring us nothing pretty like that." And you know that hurts. And that learned me right then to never teach a child no more if they're the same coach. Mm -hmm. I seen right where I made my mistake. And I believe in being honest of anybody. Mm -hmm. Sounds good to me. And if you ever marry and raise children, don't never teach them their Santa Claus. Tell them it's Christ's birthday and they're supposed to get presents and love your neighbor. If you just make them a pie and give it to them, that's a present. It ain't the present, it's the spirit you give it in.
Did you open your presents on Christmas morning or Christmas oh, Eve? Oh, we get up to see what is in her stockings on, on Christmas, Christmas morning. morning. Mm -hmm. So you're excited Christmas Eve and you couldn't mm -hmm. sleep, right? Do you ever have a lot of trouble getting to sleep? Uh, not too much. What time do you usually wake up in the morning on Christmas morning? Oh, I have got it way before daylight, me and my brother. Uh, just because you're excited. Mm -hmm. One time I remember my brother Croft punched a hole in his socks so some of the candy and stuff would fall out and get more. <laughs> Did it work? Yes, it worked. Yeah. Okay, first we want to ask you, like, what kind of gifts you got, like, when you were little? When I was little, popcorn ball, sticks of candy. Okay, what kind of things did you get from Santa Claus? Uh, we got very little. We didn't have a whole lot of things. Uh, usually it was necessities. And a doll. Usually a doll. Um, did you believe in Santa? Did, did you Until I was in school, I did. It was a lot of fun at Christmas time. We visited and uh, we looked forward to it. people coming to see us. Sometimes we'd go long just over to Highlands, over to Clayton to visit people. We had a community Christmas tree and it was in our schoolhouses up here now. And we had a big tall tree. And uh, in the top of the tree was a telephone. And uh, I wanted that telephone so much, <laughs> and it was mine. <laughs> so you got the telephone? We baked a lot of cakes, made a lot of candy, had pies and that sort of thing. We made the Benedict fudge and a lot of, uh, we, we did syrup candy and we'd pull it. We'd have candy drawings. You'd go into a sack and get a can a piece of candy and then if a boy got a piece like it, you would take a walk with it. Some people would come stay a week with you at Christmas Eve. You'd go to their place and stay a week. It was, I liked it better than what we do now. It was not commercial at all. Everybody was poor. One time I must have been sick and uh, I didn't, we had a Christmas tree, another community tree and uh, John Grice was the Santa Claus. Since I was sick, didn't get to go to the program. They had him come see me. Oh. And uh, I woke up there he stood. <laughs> I bet that made you Christmas. Oh, yeah. That was an experience. But he was in some sort of costume. Of course, I believe he was really Santa Claus because I was sitting in my daddy's lap. Yeah. In my mother's village in Horse Cove, and that's where the Chatuba River begins, we had an English family come over to live, and they lived here for about five or six years and decided to go back to England. In the meantime, one of the girls had married a cousin of mine, so at Christmas time, she always got a package from home, and they would have made crochet things, baby clothes and blankets, and one of the things her mother always said, was a plum pudding. And uh, so this particular year, the plum pudding came and uh, a little package came. And she thought, well, that's a sauce to go on the little package. So she wrote, her, uh, she uh, had the plum pudding at Christmas time. 
and she took this little package and mixed it in some water and put some sugar in it and they poured it over the plum pudding. And uh, she wrote and thanked her mother for the, uh, for the pudding and said, Mother, we didn't like that sauce. Said, I put it in some sugar and sugar water and put it over the, pumpkin, uh, the plum pudding, but we had to scrape it off. We couldn't eat it. And she wrote back and she said, oh, I forgot to tell you, Uncle Harry died. We had him cremated and those were his, his ashes and he wanted to be put in the Chattooga River. <laughs> Oh, I remember when I was about four years old that I got my first tricycle. It was made out of a, just a flat board, and it had a wheel in the front like a regular tricycle, just one wheel and two wheels in the back. And uh, my first cousin uh, came to the house, and we shared riding it back and forth across the porch. It was only a real small uh, tricycle, but it was, uh, it was the old, old type, and I've never seen anything like that before, but it just had a flat board with, two, with three wheels on it.
she sent Daddy in to give us a whipping. And uh, Daddy was not one to be. He he left it all up to her. He wouldn't. He just didn't have the heart to spank us, and he wouldn't. And he says, "Okay, now, girl." Says, "You holler big and loud, so your mother will think I'm really spanking you hard." And so we did. We hollered great big and loud and carried on, <laughs> so she could hear us. And the teacher thought that we were getting spanked, but we were not at all. <laughs> Well, thank you again so much for listening and joining us for this season. We will be back mid-January to give us a little additional time to recoup from the holidays. We hope you all have a very safe and healthy holiday and take care during these uncertain times. As you know, Foxfire is a nonprofit and we are entering the season of giving. And we do ask that should you be able to uh, perhaps consider keeping Foxfire in your charitable giving this year. Today is actually Giving Tuesday, December 1st, and we've launched a special fundraiser through Facebook. Facebook provides matching funds for charities on December 1st for some donations that are given to select nonprofits. So if you're interested in participating in our Giving Tuesday project, just head over to our Facebook page and select the fundraisers tab. Um, should you wish to give in another form, you can donate through our website, www.foxfire.org, right on our homepage, or any purchase you make from our website, whether it be books, handwoven towels, handmade soaps, all of those things go directly towards supporting our mission, as well as supporting some of the artists that we work with here in Appalachia. If you aren't able to give this season, we absolutely understand. It's certainly been a trying time for everyone. If you still feel like contributing to Foxfire, please just think about sharing our podcast with a friend or a family member. Maybe play some of these stories at your next Christmas party. Um, or leave us a review. All of these things help us find new listeners and help spread um, Foxfire's mission of preserving Southern Appalachia. Please feel free to share your favorite holiday stories. You can email us at itstilllives at foxfire.org or tweet us at itstilllives number one. You can also reach out to us on Instagram and Facebook. That's foxfire.org. Thank you so much. We hope uh, you all have a much, much happier and healthier 2021, but that your holiday celebrations still bring you some joy. Be well. If you don't like that, you can throw it away. I like it. <laughs>